Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and hello at 2 a.m. to the drunken person getting Pizza Hut this time. I'm Tito Labine, and this is the Impulse Show, and with me is my co-host, Jeffrey Keeble. What is going on, brother? Another week, another fucking dollar. Another week, another episode. Yes, yes, exactly. Another episode. Another episode. So what we got to get into today uh, is the, uh, I think, the problem that you have. And the problem that you have is that you still owe me $40. I have a gambling addiction, brother. And you do. <laughs> you're, you're just going to keep keep doing that to me? <laughs> yep. I think, you know what? Well, you hammer, you hammer it home with me whenever uh, whenever I'm out drinking. You're like, oh, you, you've got an alcohol problem. It's... You know, it's, it's whatever. So, you know, I think you got a gambling problem. I, I, I gotta, I gotta call it out. Yeah. But I, the first uh, thing to, uh, um, to a problem is admitting it. And I'm openly admitting that I have a gambling problem. Hmm. Well, that's the first step. That that's what's super important. <laughs> that is that, that is the first step. And is, I, is admitting you have a problem. Step two is then paying your forty dollars, and then step three is getting help. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get, getting, getting a book. Getting a book. Maybe that's what I got to do is uh, go on Amazon and uh, get you a book, Gamblers Anonymous. Well, well, how about this? Triple or nothing on tonight's game. Triple or nothing on tonight's game. So what is that Vikings and Bears? Yep. Wait, what was the spread on the last game? Uh, oh, we were just betting straight up. The, oh, were we? Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was not taking a nine-point spread. I was not taking a nine-point spread. Absolutely not. Uh, triple or nothing. Straight up. Straight up? Bears beat the Vikings. Ooh. Todd from Todd from Vision would be with me on this one. I don't know, man. The Vikings lost the Lions, dude. Come on now, no, I don't come know on, Tri- triple or nothing. Don't be mm. a pussy. Oh, I'm getting all aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Can I stop recording? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk about this. Yeah. Come on, do it for the fans. Do it for our three fans now. Do it for yeah. Do it for our three fans. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to take that bet. I mean, I pay you during the summer anyways, so. I know, but I'm, I'm pretty happy with $40 I'm about to win. Yeah, triple or nothing on the 40. No, not no, from the 20, no, on the 40. No, next Dude, week that's 120. Like, that's $120. No, next week you're going to be like, oh, the quad or nothing. No, $120 right there. For you. No, no, because what started out as a simple $20 bet, which I was okay losing. Turned into a double or nothing. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm okay with losing 40 bucks. Now it's like, all right, 120, bro. Come on. No, absolutely not. I can't. I can't. I got to I got to take the 40. No, come on. I got to I got to take the 40. Come on, bro. 
I, I come from I come from humble beginnings. I come from I do too. I don't want to lick my wounds and just walk <laughs> away, but <laughs> forty dollars a lot to me. I'm from Mole. Yeah. <laughs> What's one twenty to me though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, one one twenty pay my rent. Yeah, there you go. Come on. No, I can't. You you don't have faith in the town in the state that you're in right now. I, you're right. I do not have faith in the Minnesota Vikings. I do not at all. You know, it's going to be crazy. We're going to look back on this episode and we're going to be like, oh, you should have, you should have taken it. Yeah. Or I'll be like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't take that and just paid you the 40. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just wait. the thing of it is I won't even be able to watch the game tonight. Why? I'm going to a movie. With who? Uh, it's none of your business. Wildcat? Oh, wow. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I'm going with a couple friends. We're going to go watch uh, Spider-Man. Is one of them a uh, she? Uh, yes, his girlfriend is a she. Oh, uh, you're the third wheel? I'm the fourth. That one? No, not really. Uh, it's me, Porcupine Butter, uh, and then a buddy and his girlfriend. Okay, so it's like a double date. Yeah, yeah. Me and Ryan, are uh, we're together. Yep. Well... That's how your love life is going right now, huh? Man, I wish we were, I wish we could record video because that look I just gave you. <laughs> <laughs> the silence too. Yeah. <laughs> I just stared at the, the screen. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> but uh so this episode, um, we're uh we're 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 gonna record this episode so that we could always share it. On a rainy day, if for some reason we didn't have a guest or if we didn't have somebody, uh, you know, available or ready or something fell through. So it's at least something that we have. And uh, that's just kind of what we're banking that would, would give us at least, you know, another week to where we can um, find a guest and provide, uh, you know, better content for you guys. But uh, we did have someone ask, because uh, I put out an Instagram poll on if... Like, who would you want to see? And one of the questions was actually, hey, we want to know more about you guys, kind of like your background, like how you guys started, where you guys are right now, and then just, you know, what what what's what's the future hold? Yep. And, you know, we, we were kind of, at least I was, I was a little humbled by it that people <laughs> are wanting to know, like, hey, like, how like, did you guys get started? How are you guys here right now? And kind of like, who are you? And, and, I, and I appreciate <clears throat> that. So... Um, we're going to do that today. And then while we don't have a guest, we do have a guest. We have our, our, uh, other impulse, um, member that we're going to eventually bring on. But I think right now, um, all we're going to do is just, uh, kind of talk about us. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I, it is pretty cool to, you know, just tell the story about, uh, where we came from and, um, you know, and like you said, how we got started and um and uh you know we got our, our our guest on the line our second in line here um if you want to introduce him in Alrighty, well let me bring him in again uh today we we're joined by the third member of our team he is the team's number two i'm the team number three jeffrey is number one he was born indigenous to this land. He's a sibling to our co-host. He's a handsome man that smells of rich mahogany and sweet grass. He is the sweat of our Call of Duty Warzone team. He is the talent behind Rush. 
He's a creative mind that keeps this operation afloat. He's a world traveler from the apartment in Green Bay to the mountains of New Zealand. He's always with it. Today, our third member, Lyle Keeble. Yo, what up? <laughs> what is up, Lyle? Is he with it? Is he with it? Are you with it? I am. Apparently, I'm with it. Last minute, I'm always down with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our rainy day came a little uh, sooner than we we thought that we would have liked. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, last time you guys were all excited about the other guests, and um, I got the text probably 20 minutes ago saying, "Hey, do you want to be on a podcast?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's up? Uh, none, man. Uh, we're just we've been sitting in the office staring at each other for the last hour trying to figure out what to do <laughs> since uh, we couldn't get a hold of our last guest. Um, and uh, yeah, Tito. Um, I don't know if you've seen that, but Tito put out a poll last week, and uh, you know was asking his fans like what they would like to see or hear or. My yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I had a suggestion. How come we didn't get that guy? <laughs> what guess was that? I'll call, I'll call her up right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, who's that? <laughs> but uh but yeah, so um they kinda wanna know like our background and everything and um and where we come from and how we got started and you know it's uh like like Tito said, it was humbling, and and I guess that's what we're gonna do for this episode. All right, all right. So like a backstory on how Impulse started. Yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, should I start? Should I? Yeah, should I was gonna say let's. Start. Yeah, yeah. Let's I, I, was, I, was, I don't know what you guys talked about already, so catch me up. Oh, my oh. gambling addiction. Yeah, well, well, gambling addiction, and and then he wanted to uh, do triple or nothing on tonight's Bears and Vikings game, and and I didn't take that bet. I said, "Give me the forty, and and I'm good with that." <laughs> I like it. And now we're here. And yeah, and now and now we're here. So yeah, I think uh, I think starting with you, Jeffrey, just kind of like your background, how you started high school. You know, obviously Lyle's your brother. Um, just kind of talk about and and give us. Where, where did all this like passion come from for you started out in photography and then now you're out here in videography doing podcasts. I mean, it's such a huge jump to go from, you know, uh, what is that? A, a Fuji disposable camera that you were using to now, you know, you're rocking, <laughs> rocking some big boy cameras. Um, so yeah, let's start out there, start out, you know, your, your business ventures that you did, how you got to impulse and then how you eventually brought Lyle on. And then we'll talk to Lyle and, how his uh, how his interests got and, into that in the quest to the vest, and we'll end, we'll end with the quest for the vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's a, the people want to hear is the quest. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> my my story it's very all over the place actually. Um, sorry. Um, you know, I was a, a athlete in school, if you will. Uh, you know, did the typical uh, basketball, football, and everything, and Stop laughing. I'm pretty sure my school beat your school, Tito. So, hey, hey, one time. <laughs> um, so, no, so you know, the typical way was to go to a, a college and hopefully, um, you know, play sports in college and everything. Well, wasn't smart enough to even go to college. No, <laughs> no, but, um, 
me and Lyle were big into motocross uh, uh, when we were younger. You know, we traveled all over the place, races and everything. And um, I was uh, always the one maintaining the bikes and everything. So. Wait, hold on. Uh, why motocross, though? Like, what was it that brought you guys there? Was it like a video game? Was it seeing an ESPN? What was it that you guys were so enamored with motocross? Uh, well, our dad um, always uh, drove Harleys. Our, you know, he was a, he's a Harley guy through and through. You know, he puts on like forty to 60,000 miles on his bike. And um, I think one day we're scrolling through TV, and I think we've seen a Supercross race. And... You know, since that day, I've always wanted to, to race, you know, and, and we didn't even have bikes and we were buying like Supercross, uh, VHSs, um, tapes and everything and watching them and, you know, just keeping up with the sport and everything. And then one day, I think it was our uncle, Mike Goodrich, uh, he was into motocross and his son kind of fell out of it and, um, they had a bike for sale. So me, Every year for like, from like eight to 12, I was always asking, oh, can I get a dirt bike? I want a dirt bike. I want this. I want that, you know? And then Uncle Mike um, actually gave us this bike, um, handed it down to me. And I remember the first time I drove this bike was uh, just to go down the hill and back. And I probably snubbed her about a hundred times before I could get going. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, and, and since that day, you know, um, since I was 12 and I think Lyle was nine, um, we're three years apart. And, um, you know, we started that venture off with that, you know, um, uh, Forest County Potawatomi was a big sponsor for the Greaves. So as far as I could remember, you know, we always been kind of connected to the Greaves a little bit through my dad and through the tribe. And, um, yeah, so we started from there and we hit up the circuit and, you know, we got to do a lot of traveling, going to different tracks, going to Florida, all that fun stuff. And, you know, it, it went from 12 till till I was probably about 24, 25 is like when I stopped riding. But um, when I was uh, looking to go to school somewhere else or go to college, if you will, you know, I chose MMI to go to down in Florida. And, you know, so I did that from 18 to I think I was 20 when I came back home, uh, graduated from MMI. And started my own business. It was my first business with my dad and a buddy, uh, my buddy Jason. And, um, you know, we, we did that for about a good two years. And um, found out that uh, I like working on my own shit. And I hated working on other people's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I didn't want to do it no more. Um, so, you know, I, you know, basically I quit. You know, and then I was trying, you know, then I was not depressed or anything, but then I was like, oh man, well, what's next? What do I do next? And then, um, still to be in the motocross industry, if you will, I was like, oh no, it'll be cool to do graphics. So then I went to a little, um, tech college up, up here and, um, and, uh, went for graphic designing and, uh, you know, I've, um, graduated and everything and did all that and you know went to school for two and a half years and uh it was funny though too because i I took a basic photography class and i was so mad because the class for me the class was like 
stupid because you had to use film and you know, mm-hmm. you had to use the whole aperture lighting. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, white balance. Yeah, white, white balance. balance. <laughs> yeah. <I> so, <laughs> so you know, you had to learn all that. And in my head, I'm like, I'm going for graphic designing. What am I ever going to do with a camera? You know, and in that class, I didn't give two shits about the class. And I ended up, I think I got a D in that class. <laughs> Damn. And uh, you know, graduated. Um didn't think really nothing of it. Um, you know, graduated, uh, got a job with the tribe in the graphic designing department. And, um, you know, I was doing that and me and Lyle was still racing, um, uh, pretty heavily. And, um, I got hurt. Um, I think I destroyed my ankle and I was out for a little bit, but I was the one that was, uh, taking Lyle to the races still. So I was like, instead of moping around at the races, I was like, oh, no, I'm just going to buy a, a little camera, you know, like, you know, a little camera. And I still had my camera from college, um, our um, film camera. So I was using that, too. And kind of how I, I fell in love with uh, with photography was just from that. And then, um, yeah, so I started taking more pictures. Actually, my first love was uh, nature photography. Um, landscape and everything, uh, uh, the stars, the, you know, I was really a, a night guy, you know, I was always taking pictures of, uh, the Northern lights, uh, the Milky way, you know, anywhere I could really during the summer. And, um, you know, so I got to use my camera a lot and got to, you know, that learn the ins and outs and, and, um, I had an opportunity to cover, um, Labor Day weekend in Crandon for the tribe. <laughs> And, and it's funny because, you know, I, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I didn't know there was media credentials. I didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, the process or anything. And um, uh, we knew the track, you know, the tribe sponsor is Crandon. So I just went into the front office. I'm like, hey, I'm here to, you know, take photos and for the tribe and put in the newspaper and everything. And, and uh, Tina, uh, I think that was like her first year of working the desk in a new position. And, uh, you know, she was, oh, okay, blah, 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 blah. She gives me a red vest and, uh, <laughs> you know, and like literally this was like. Just that easy. Yeah. It <laughs> it was easy, but also like very dangerous because, <laughs> yeah, you know, I yeah. didn't go to any of the safety meetings or anything that you're now that we know what to do. <laughs> and uh, I just went out there and um, for all of our media geeks out there, Mike Roth, <laughs> um, you know, at the time. And this was like 13, 14 years ago. I think I was only like 22, 23. And, um, you know, I'm shooting right by the Ponzi corner. And then obviously he doesn't, he never seen me. And I think I was the only brown guy out there too at the time. (laughs) So I'm like easily, easily picked out, (laughs) you know, and he comes up there after a race and just fucking reams me out. And then like threatening to take my, my so-called vest away, you know, just whatever Tina gave me. And, um, you know, so, um, kind of then, you know, he was reaming me out, cussing at me, everything. And then, you know, I've, and then I got some information on how to do it the correct way, you know, like hook up with a team or a, a media company or something like that. And, you know, but, um, he allowed me to sit out there all weekend, but just at that Ponzi corner was the only place I could go. And, uh, you know, and I fell in love with it. And 
you know, and since that day, you know, then I started like bugging like Johnny Greaves and, and, and Jeff Kincaid and Keegan and, um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, a big, uh, and then the next season, um, I was talking, no, on the next season, I kind of started off by myself again. Like I somehow, somehow got credentials for the next season. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, well, I use the tribe a lot for, for my credentials. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next season I kind of shot all season by myself, uh, saying that I was working for the tribe and everything. And, and I don't think Mike was a part of that at that time. I think he took a year off. So it was a little bit relaxed that year. And then, uh, Snowcross came around and, uh, you know, I, I owe a big thanks to this guy because, um, if it wasn't for him, I, I don't think I'd, we be in this position. Um, you know, I, I owe big thanks to Chris Horde from uh, race one. And because he, um, invited me into his family, into his media, into his media life, into his media family. And, um, kind of took me under the ropes and, you know, taught me everything. And, and, um, he had another, uh, photographer working for him, um, the late, uh, Peter Murphy. And, um, you know, we, uh, us three, you know, we gelled, you know, we pretty much took over the media, um, portion of it as far as, uh, as far as the Midwest goes, you know, we were the team pretty much. And, um, you know, and that we did, I did that for four or five years under, under, um, race one. And then, um, with new rules and new, and new opportunities, you know, I kind of wanted to branch off and do my own thing. So then I was doing one, three, six photography, which was my, um, my racing number, you know, and I did that for a couple of years by myself and, you know, I was getting burnt out. Um, I was getting burnt out. Um, from doing racing because I was doing uh, off-road and snowcross, and then I still had a full-time job. So, um, and, a, and a lot of the photographers are like that. A lot of the race teams are like that too. So, um, you know, so I was getting burnt out. And and I think the year that I was like legitimately going to quit and sell everything, because I, I think I even quit my job too uh, with the tribe because I was like, I'm over it. I'm done taking photos. I'm done designing. I'm done. You know, I want something new. And I remember I was venting to Lyle because uh, we were, Lyle was still riding and I don't know if he was hurt, but he was uh, doing all these sweet iPhone edits, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, and I was just telling him, I was just venting, basically just being a bitch and, um, <laughs> and, you know, and just, uh, you know, just stressed out and everything. And, um, you know, I, I was, oh yeah. And I was going to be a dad and everything. And, and, you know, it was just like one of those things where I was just like, I need something more financially stable and, um, you know, and I, or, and I need something fun to do, you know, cause I'm not having fun anymore. And that's the main thing that I've always wanted to do is just to have fun. And I wasn't having it. So, you know, um, during, during that, uh, winter, you know, I didn't do snow cross. I didn't do anything really like I, I had my gear up for sale. I had everything up for sale, my cameras, my lenses, my drones, like everything I wanted out. And then I was like, Hey, well, well, why don't we try doing some video stuff? And then I was like, 
man, dude, I was like, I know nothing about video. Like, I don't even know what a, you know, MP4 is or, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> H264 and, you know, all these other things. You know, it, it was like starting all over again, which at the same time piqued my interest because that's how I got into photography. It's like, yeah, I took this basic photography class in, in college, but I didn't listen or I didn't really um, hone in any of the educational stuff. But once I got out of college and I started getting into photography, I was I was in it. I was like YouTubing everything. I was like basically YouTube Academy and everything I wanted to learn. I was <laughs> I was always searching for it, you know. So um, when Lyle decided like, hey, let's just try this out and and let's do this. And I was like, well, I could try to get you like, let's do this for off road then. Like, are you willing to try to help me then? You know what I mean? So <laughs> that first year, um, I got a Sony a6400 and, you know, it was, it was an expensive camera. It was like $1,400, you know, and, and, and it was just a basically point and shoot camera, but for video, a good video mirrorless camera. And, um, you know, I was like, so let's just try this. And then I somehow, um, you know, meeting Mike Roth from 13 years ago till uh, four years ago, we'll say when we first started Impulse Media. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I asked him, I was like, hey, well, I started this new company. It's called Impulse Media. It's me and my brother. Well, does your brother have any experience? I'm like, no, but <laughs> we've been around the sport. <laughs> we've been around the sport of motocross mm-hmm. for, you know, forever since we were little kids. So we know the dangers or he knows the dangers. He knows where to step on and everything. And then. You know, Mike told me um, what Mike told me, you know, was like, well, you know, if your brother fucks up, this is on you. And if your brother fucks up, you know, you both are gone and never allowed back in. And I remember telling Lyle this and I'm just like, Lyle, please. I was like, Mike said that you can do this. But I was like, listen, don't move. Stay where you are, because if you fuck up. Everything that I've worked so hard for for these last, you know, decade at the time, you know, for the last decade is gone. Like we are no longer be able to shoot or anything. So I was like, please, I was like, just listen to Mike. You know, I'll tell you where to stand, you know, and, um, you know, we should be good, you know, and and, and thank God for Mike even trusting Lyle and, and, and myself and, and me and Mike having that good relationship that we built throughout the years. You know, and then, you know, and thank God for Keegan. You know, Keegan's another big one because our first job was with Keegan Kincaid. You know, he hired me and Lyle, I think, and I hate to say this, but I think we were doing it for like $250 a weekend. No, nah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. What's that after inflation? Yeah. (laughs) I know, but, but you know, like. But I was willing to take that hit just to gain the experience as far as because I was like, I know our videos aren't going to be awesome. I know our videos aren't going to be the best quality. I know our videos aren't going to be this, but it's something that basically the West Coast guys are doing. And I want to bring it here. And then, like I said, a big a big part of it is funny because the way I look at it now is um, with Chris Horde, what he was doing and. And. uh you know, he had the photography and video stuff going already well past when I, before we were doing it. And, um, you know, I wasn't trying to mimic him or take over jobs or anything, but, 
you know, I wanted to do different styles. You know, Instagram was out, you know, Snapchat, I think, was just coming out, you know. So it was like all these little things like we could hit up social media so hard right now and, and do it that way to promote the drivers. And and I think the low cost of our videos really helped us. So, you know, yeah. we were doing these like one minute Instagram. I think it was like 15 seconds at the time with Instagram. <laughs> That's how far we have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and it kind of like started from there, you know, like I look back and I look at those videos. I'm like, man, what the fuck were we doing? But at the same time, I'm like, thank God for Lyle, um, you know, for pushing us or for pushing me into a new adventure and into a new like lifestyle um, and another way to look at, you know, off road. And, um, you know, and since then, you know, um, you know, the last three years have been nothing but, you know, going up, you know, we've um, went from two different cameras, you know, I was borrowing, you know, I was uh renting out cameras from the tribe to do our jobs and everything during the race weekends. And, and then, uh, yeah, you know, then we, we slowly started, um, you know, buying stuff for our business and, um, you know, just having fun with it. You know, we were shooting motocross, we were shooting everything that we could, you know, just to learn and to keep, um, honing our skills because I didn't know how to use premier pro law doesn't know how to use premier pro. I have a step ahead of them because I kind of know, you know, technology wise, you know, I worked in IT and everything. So everything was coming to me a little easier than what it was for him. And, um, yeah, you know, so like, like the last four years, last three years, 2018, 2018 is when, when we did this and, uh, you know, super thankful, you know? So, um, yeah, like I said, it's just, uh, you know, it, it, it's weird where you start off from and how you started to now. And the, the last, like I said, the last 13 years is just a blur. And then here we are, um, not to toot our own horn, but, you know, one of the best media companies in in the mid, well, in the off-road industry right now, um, short course off-road in, industry. You know, we still, you know, I still look up to Chris Horde and, and his photography because he I think he only does photos now but you know I still look up to him you know and I you know we have Caleb you know we have Brody we have you know we have um you know Zach and 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 Bryant and you know Bink Design Tito no (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean though so it's 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 kind of cool like how or it, it's cool because, you know, for the last 10 years, you know, I felt lost, like, as far, because I love doing this, but I, was, I don't know where this is taking me. I don't know what's going on, you know, like, I'm just going with the punches, you know. Sometimes I did weekends for free and, you know, and I was just hoping, like, this was all going to pan out, that I could do this for a living one day. And then, you know, and, and here we are, you know, creating documentaries, you know, um, having fun, doing this podcast now and, and, you know, starting up podcasts too, you know, I have like four different podcasts that I started up and, and unfortunately failed, you know, I had a, <laughs> you know, I had a, I had a vinyl business that was very successful, but when we started, when I started doing video, a little taking video, a little bit more serious, you know, I, I you know, I opted out of that, you know, I signed my 50% away, you know, and, 
you know, it was just like all these little things that led up to this is just like so grateful, a learning experience. You know, it's I never failed. You know, it was a learning experience for me for like what not to do next time. You know, and and here we are, you know, we got the best equipment that, you know, that money can buy and and um, you know, we're doing it big and you know, like I said, and and the most important thing is that I'm doing it with my family. You know, which is so weird that I have, you know, my brother doing it with me. And then now we have, you know, our cousin doing it with us, you know, Tito. And and it's just, you know, it's very humbling when you look back at it, because like I said, it, you know, we're the minorities and, and you know, we're just three little, we're, we're three res kids, you know, trying to make it happen in a world dominated by, you know, um, Caucasians, if you will. <laughs> Dominated by non-natives. Yeah, non-natives. There you go. Um, but yeah, you know, like I said, it, it's just, uh, you know, it's cool. And, you know, and I love everybody. I love our media family that we have. And, and we all get along. And, you know, we all like to joke. And and that's the biggest thing, too, is like we're, we're having fun. You know, there's no competition between anybody. You know, we, we're all helping each other out. And, you know, and, and, and we all have one goal in mind now is to make the sport that we're in you know, bigger and better. So, yeah. um, yeah. you know, that's kind of like a little backstory on me. I know I ranted a little bit, but you know, so that's kind of how mm-hmm. I started and, and, you know, and like I said, I'm thankful for having Lyle by my side as, you know, the impulse media co-owner, if you will. And then, you know, picking up Tito this past season and, and, you know, just keep up in our game and never, you know, never settling, you know, well, and, and, and I know you said like, yeah, you know, there's a little backstory and maybe you, you know, you said you ranted a little bit, but I, I don't think you did it at all. I mean, especially being like the main, the main component, the main player, the, the, you know, owner, the person behind impulse media, the reason why, you know, Lyle and I are here, the reason why rush is happening. The reason why this podcast is happening is, is all because of you. And, and you do have a lot of, um, history you know you do have a lot of stuff leading up to this you know mine isn't anywhere near what yours is you know yours is 13 years and and i think mine isn't anywhere near miles <laughs> either um so yeah, i mean for i'm you not to, like to, too far ahead of you even you know <laughs> yeah yeah and and you know like it's you have a you have a lot you know you have these efforts and tries and 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 that's all you can do is, is keep trying and um I remember when we were talking before, just kind of about how things started, you had mentioned that Lyle came up to you and was like, Hey man, like, let's do this videography thing. And, uh, just kind of then transitioning to, to Lyle, our, uh, our unofficial guest today. Um, Lyle, how did you, how did you get started and stuff? I, I know Jeffrey had mentioned that you guys were into motocross and then, you know, he went off to, to college and, and was still riding and then, wrecked his ankle and and that mm-hmm. stopped him from continuing to ride and he got into photography while he was doing all that. What, what were you doing, man? How was that growing up? And then what yeah, was it well, like when Jeffrey left? Yeah. Well, when he was like talking about that, my recollection is a little bit different. I remember him coming to me, asking me what I think about doing videography stuff and just because of the iPhone things. And I was just like, fuck it, you know, I'm with it. <laughs> I got like a, I'd say like a chill demeanor. I'm, I'm kind of almost like Tito where it's like, 
worst thing that's going to happen is it doesn't work out and then we're back to square one. And, uh, well, when he was doing the whole, like he said, motocross, we raced all the way up until I still ride even to this day, but not as much as I used to. And while he was doing the photography stuff, I was just kind of all in the motocross world still. And then I'd, I'd go with him a couple of places when he'd go to like Florida to shoot the minios and stuff like that, wherever you travel. And then I'd sometimes show up and then, like he would always say for the photography, it was like, who doesn't want to see a picture of themselves? You know, he's like, you can make money off this. And then when he came to me, when he was, uh, um, sorry, <laughs> I just seemed sorry. Um, when he came to me about video, he was, uh, he was like down, like he was saying. And then, I, and then I was just like, well, I don't know anything about it. I just shoot on an iPhone six and I just, put like mac miller beats to it <laughs> and i was like that's what people like people like rap <laughs> and like i was influenced by like like jefferson instagram a lot like you just see rap instagram edits and then i was like all right that's pretty cool so i'll do that for my friends when i would get hurt because me and jeffrey got hurt a lot in uh motocross <laughs> you guys run out of town then, or what <laughs> oh, plenty of times yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, so, like, I have, like, I've had, like, seven knee surgeries. I've broken my, or fractured my back and broken wrists Jesus. and ribs and collarbones. And then we just had a lot of downtime. And then when, so I'm, like, three, four years into doing this, like you said, Mike Ross. Mike Ross is actually the first person that gave me, like, tips while shooting. I didn't know who he was, but he'd always tell me stories about Jeffrey seeing how he was, like, would never listen and <laughs> <laughs> how you'd step out of bounds and why can't I do this? Like, you know who I am type of thing. <laughs> and then, so Mike would tell me that type of stuff off the side, but he would help me whenever we'd be each other or be next to each other on the track. He'd give me like tips on what the settings I use and everything. Cause I didn't know what to do. Like Jeffrey said, he just kind of like Jeffrey's like approach of teaching me was like, um, like figure it out type of thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll help you start out, but you got to figure it all out. I'll give you the base settings, but you got to figure out what 120 means, how to get it to 120 and shutter speed and all that. So what lens do you use and, and all that stuff. And then, like I said, I was like hit like him. I was doing like YouTube searches all the time. And then it's my, I don't know, like where I got all my help is from, from like Peter McKinnon stuff. If any of the, videographers or photographers or anybody in general really knows who he is but he had like a lot of like almost like starter tips on how to do stuff and how to export files and how to do speed ramps slow mos motion blur little tips and tricks and that's kind of where i was learning stuff but it took me forever to do stuff like i've never looked back at what we've made before but i'd imagine it's not very good <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, I didn't know how to color grade. I didn't know exposures. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. I was just kind of just pointing and shooting. And then like Jeffrey's connections got us a job with Kenda tires, like my first year. And I didn't know anything about how to do anything. And then like Jeffrey was telling us, he just figure it out. <laughs> Here, here's your drivers. And we told him we'd be done by this time. And he's like, edit them and then send it to them. And then that's all <laughs> we got to do. And I was like, fuck man. I don't know how to do slow-mo. I'd watch him do some things like while he's working and then that was it. And then I remember this like 
SPI when we had had him over. Like he kind of put it out uh, bluntly. It was uh, Jeffrey is a teacher that uh, want, doesn't mind seeing you fail, but as long as you get it right the next time, he'll be happy. <laughs> like he wants to, like if you fuck up, that's on you, but don't fuck up again. Like you learn from your first mistake type of thing. And it just kind of went from there, I guess. Like uh rush happened and then, yeah, and this is where we're at now. Like my backstory is kind of the same as Jeffrey growing up. A lot of motocross involved. I traveled a lot. And that's kind of like where I get my influences in my filming is my experiences, I guess. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. It was just kind of like after after high school, you know, what did you do? Where did you go? You know, kind of because you are out of out of us three. I, I at least I think the, probably the more uh, creative individual, the more you know, just in tune with how you put something together, it, dude. It's so fascinating. And what I that's what I was gonna ask was like, where where does that where does that creativity come from? Like, where are your influences, stuff like that. So I, I it's a long question, but you know, <laughs> after high school. You know what? What did you do? What brought you to the video world? Was it just filming motocross on your iPhone six, and you got into it, and then like all that creativity? Where does that come from? Yeah, yeah. So after high school, I never went to school for photography or videography. I tried going to college. I got my associates, and that's about as far as that went. And then I just couldn't like. Uh, stay focused on things but what did interest me was the motorsport stuff and then like uh like Jeffrey was saying he invited me in like I know I've said it but he invited me in and but I pulled my influences from just like everybody that was like around us at the time like I I say this a lot what I think of who I like I like uh admire would be Avery Ross mm-hmm. uh we worked with him a lot he works for Fox Racing now, but I like his style because it's something it's something different, you know. And then I made an edit probably over last summer, and then after I kept watching it, I was like, man, this seems like familiar to me. Like I feel like I've seen this before. Like I've, I'm copying something, and it turns out it's almost the same exact as what Avery did, and then I didn't even realize it. So then that's about the time I realized, like, oh, I, I'm thinking like that's who influences me is him. I mean, like, that's who I'm pulling my influence. Like, I don't, like the, how I explain it to, who would I explain it to Brody was like the rap stuff is cool, but I want to, like Jeffrey said, we want to be like different almost. So like the music we choose is not like the norm, like how you would see in all these other ones. It's a little bit more like dramatic and, I don't even know what the right word is, but it's different. I, it's like a lot of scores, music scores. Like when I watch movies, like, I don't know if you guys do the same, but I like listen to the music and like music makes you feel a certain way. So then for Rush, when that came about for Jeffrey, he was bringing it up. He's like, oh, man, like digital films did this. He's like, do you think we can do that? And we've been talking about it for probably about, two years and then I was my thinking was like everything else was like well let's try it and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out we don't owe anybody anything we're not getting paid to do it if it doesn't work then we know and then or we can learn from it 
we pulled the trigger this year, which was a lot of work. <laughs> and then, and then like me and Jeffrey have them like some brother, like comments here and there. Like when he's going through footage, like you see him throwing footage through there, but his, uh, every now and then he'll say like, um, like, why are you shooting this way? Cause he used to yell at me for shooting, uh, <laughs> like Wong, like multiple people. <laughs> Like just keeping it rolling for like a minute instead of doing like clips, how we do it. But in my mind, for like, I was like, I sh- like most of them are like how we normally shoot, but the shots that are a little bit longer in my mind, I see it like different. Like, all right, I'm shooting long. Like, I know it's not like our driver, but like it's gonna work out. And I see it in my head. I was like, I'm shooting it for a reason, you know, like at this point. Like before, it was just how I would shoot, just long and long clips, minute long clips, like where you go where you do those ones where like say you're following Keegan he's in first and your next driver's fifth but you keep it rolling the whole time like Jeffrey never used to get on my ass about that <laughs> <laughs> but for that so my thinking if you guys watch Rush uh, part two the, uh, an example of the shot I'm talking about would be uh, an ERX one where it's uh, the corner after the finish line, that bowl turn looking one where you, where I start out at DJ who's leading, but I'm slowly panning to catch up to like, say the fourth place guy. And I focus on him and go out through it. Like in my mind, I'm thinking of like, all right, I'm going to show, I want to show the battle and how close they were, but I also want to focus on like, like the details. I don't know how to explain it. I guess in my mind, it's like, it's going to work out. I don't know how to explain it really, but I was like, I know what I'm looking for. I know what I'm going to do. This isn't the style that Jeffrey likes, but it's going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all um, playing in your head. Like you, you know, in your mind, what you're seeing, what you're picturing. And then you, you put that onto a camera. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like editing styles, like uh, these past few days, like I came in, like no jobs for snow cross. Just I was like, no one's paying us to make this, these, the last two edits I made for a snow cross. I was like, I just want to, this is me going to be playing around with an editing style. Yeah. Now it turns out. I was like, I just want to, like I'm focusing. It's like, uh, the guy who we rent the building from, his name's Corey. He came in and he's like, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, you got the snow cross stuff done. I was like, ah, no, I was like, I'm just kind of playing around. I was like, I was like, I'm not really doing anything today, I guess. And then he, he put it perfectly. He said, well, at least you're learning. He's like, if it doesn't work out now, you know how to fix it. Like, you know what you're doing now after this. Like, if it doesn't work, you know how to frame it or you know how to edit it or rotate it or effects. And that's where, that's where it really comes from is I see it in my mind. I know how to shoot it. My thing is lately for shooting is like i want like a lot of foreground and antigo this year was hard to do that you know so i don't know if i was the only one if we were the only ones but i was getting like i basically put the camera on the, in the grass <laughs> like laid it on the floor to get the shots i was like i just need something different you know because we were stuck in the pen i was like no one's gonna want to see the same shot over and over and over i was like i gotta throw something a little different in there yeah, no, I, I, and I think I know what shot you're talking about was that inside turn and you had that camera like basically right on the grass as they're coming around that turn, right? Yeah, yeah. 
And yeah, in my I mean, mind, I think that looked cool having foreground in it rather than me holding it up, you know, like on a tripod and having it super zoomed in on the truck coming in. That, I mean, that's a cool shot, but I was like, I need something, something different. Everybody gets this shot, you know, what I'm thinking. That's what I think. Dude, Jeffrey. So last year, 2020, when I was doing the, when I was doing the documentary, and uh, I had two cameras and I, I, like, I went out to the hillside to shoot Crandon and I gave Lila cameras like, Hey, like, do you want to like, just film something? Just kind of like take a couple shots, like, like with this lens or with this like camera, he's like, yeah, sure. So we take, he takes a couple shots, right? Like I do mine. And then the season's done. I start editing my stuff. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have for so long, but I went back and looked and he had this really cool shot again, where it was like near the ground and he was like panning uh, of the barn and the wind was blowing. And I was like, dude, this is the best shot of the whole fucking documentary, man. Or Lyle, like I sent you a video. I was like, dude, I was like, you had the best shot out of everything I shot the whole fucking year. <laughs> and and yeah. it, well, uh, sorry to cut you off, Lyle, but if I could go back to like, um, not to seem like a jackass or Jeffrey didn't teach Lyle or anything. <laughs> um, you know, my, my thinking behind the whole thing, because I went to college for designing and, and I designed a certain way because of how I was taught, you know, um, I, I didn't have the opportunity to be creative. It was always like the teacher's way of doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you never could be creative because if it was different than what the teacher thought, you know, then it was how you got an A in school, basically. So when Lyle decided to start doing this, that's why I was always um, hard on Lyle with shooting, shooting wise, because I was still learning everything, too. And I was the one that was going through all the footage and sorting everything. And and that's why I would always get hard on Lyle, because I would be like, I'd be like, dude, why do you got a two minute video here <laughs> you know like highlighting you know highlighting uh <laughs> not not of the grass <laughs> Come on, but uh but you know so like my whole thought was and and tito you know this but um my whole thought was you know let let lyle be creative let lyle start shoot i'll help him but let him find his own creativity you know, because the yeah. way I do stuff, I'm more structured because I went to school for it. So, like, the rules of thirds, like, I want everything to be broken. I want him to shoot the way he he sees it. You know, I don't yeah. want him to tell, I don't want to tell him the rules of third. I don't want to tell him about the aperture. I don't want to tell him that if he goes, shoots in 120, but his, uh, his uh, shutter speed is not, uh, you know, double that, you know. And he's going to learn, and, and if he likes that style of, like little motion blur in his video, he's going to learn how to do that, you know? And yeah. and if that's the way he wants to shoot, then that's the way he's going to shoot. Like, and, and that's how we, that's how we become different than everyone else is by learning these different tips and tricks and, and learning how to shoot the way we want to shoot. And like I said, I was more structured and, and even today, I think Lyle's now the better editor. He's the better creative guy than, than me. You know, now I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm more of the business guy. You now, now I'm trying to get the job. I'm trying to do this now, and and you know, it's and the warm body, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you know, and I get the job done, and 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 I try to keep everything 
in line with us three because, you know, like I said, we like to have fun, but I have to reel, reel us back in every now and then. <laughs> yeah, and the question yeah. I was going to ask, and I don't know if people have asked you this or not, and, and I didn't get a chance to do the last season because they got – we got uh, pretty hectic and busy, but, you know, with, with working with your brother, I mean, and this is, I guess, a question for both you guys. Um, like, like any brothers, you guys are going to argue, you guys are going to fight. How is it that you guys are able to kind of set that stuff aside and know like, Hey, this, like he's upset with me or I'm upset with him. And this is strictly a business thing and it's not a personal thing. How are you guys able to get by that? I think, personally for me it's just like because we've always grown up like we've always been together almost like through racing and i just kind of learned how to deal with it for me personally it's like all right an example was crandon we'll go take it to the last race crandon i kind of dropped a hint like hey i like are you gonna fly your drone <laughs> that type of thing because i was like i know this is gonna be a cool shot if we have a drone shot like i was i wasn't thinking of clients i was just thinking of like oh it'd be cool a sunset and then he didn't say anything. I was like, all right, so he's either mad at me or he's, or he knows I'm kind of like, like, I don't even know how to like be in a, I don't even know how to say it. Like I was just like jabbing him a little bit. <laughs> like, <pest>. hey. <laughs> yeah. like, Hey, are you going to fly a drone? He's like, are you going to fly a drone today? Are you going to fly it tomorrow? You can fly it at all, at all this weekend. Like a drone shot would be nice, you know, like throwing stuff out there. And then I could tell he's getting annoyed at me, like to a point where, it would probably, he would snap on me. I know, like, when to stop, just because he's my brother, and I know him, like, to a point, like, I kind of push his buttons till, to the point where he's going to be like, oh, just you fucking do it, then. <laughs> 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 that type of thing. But like you said, I, I think it's, like, how we deal with each other is just, like, all any other brothers, where we'll bicker for a little bit, but in the end, it's just like, all right, well, this is work. Let's go eat. You're probably just hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, um, no, it, it's mainly me. Um, I'm the emotional one. Um, because for me, like, I look at it, and like I said before, I have, like, 13 years into the sport, and, and I want to keep growing as a company but as a team. And, um, you know, and, and I do recall all that, what I was saying, but, you know, you know, this year I was more of like the manager. I was like sorting out files. I was separating GoPro footage. I was, you know, doing client work and, you know, and, and we may have bitten off a little too much this past summer. So it was like, oh man, well, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm charging up batteries, you know, like basically when the race day is over, I'm the one that's, you know, in the off scenes where no one sees, or even what you guys see, you know, I'm charging up the batteries, I'm cleaning lenses, I'm cleaning the cameras. So like in the back of my head, I'm like, man, we ain't gonna get out of here till 1130 at night. And then I, you know, then we, I got to drive back home and, and do all this other stuff. And, and like what Lyle said, like, sometimes I do snap and I'm like, well, you fucking do it, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. learn how yeah. to, you know, for me, it's like, then learn how to drive, you know, learn how to fly the drone. You know, yeah, it's expensive, but we got insurance. <laughs> so go fucking crash. You know, go fucking crash that thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, because that, that's the biggest thing that that even with you, Tito, that I want everyone to learn. Like everything's replaceable. Yeah. You know, we we gotta all take those chances. We gotta like, like if you think that leaving a thirty thousand dollar camera in the grass to get a shot is gonna you know hype up a video, fucking do it. You know, we'll figure yeah. out how to pay for it later. 
you know? So, like, I guess uh, going into next season, you guys, no. <laughs> learn, how, learn how to fucking fly a drone. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go to YouTube Academy. Yeah. No, yeah. but, you know, so, like, like I said, Lyle's more of the laid back guy. And one thing I do like about Lyle is that he knows how to calm me down. You know, because when I'm stressing out, he's like, hey, dude, you know, let's go eat. Let's, you know, let's go do this. Let's, you know, let's go have fun. You know, let's let's bring her back in a little bit. You know, like, yeah, we did chew off a little bit more this year, but let's do this. And, and um, you know, I'm just an overthinker pretty much. And, and when I do get in that mode and, you know, and everything, and when we do, because we do fight, you know, like stuff that you don't see, like on, on the weekends. And uh, I forgot what we were doing this off season, but we were driving somewhere. Oh yeah, we were going to go get my Harley for my birthday, <laughs> and okay. and we probably we talked probably a good three hours about like the future of Impulse and and like where we wanted to go and you know and it was like he brought up Crandon and he he told me that story and you know and I felt bad because I was like damn we did kind of drop the ball you know like even even with you. You know, we talked about like how you weren't focused, like um, now that we're on this whole blaming situation. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, no. So like it was like the whole like, you know, because Crandon is a big thing for all of us. You know, we all grew yeah. up in the in the in the city of Crandon pretty much. You know, you grew up in Crandon and, um, you know, we have friends. We have the you know, you have a like you have a wild lifestyle um, during Labor Day weekend. And, uh, <laughs> and, and for, for, for me even was like, I was trying to like, even you, you weren't like too focused because you're worried, like, you know, about partying with everybody. And, yeah. And, you know, we, we, well, Lyle was probably the only one focused and, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I was dealing with a relationship issue <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And you know, it was just like something like that where Lyle was pissed off at both of us. And we okay. had and you know, we had that long talk and we we're like, all right, well, next year, you know, we gotta reel it in and under understand that, you know, now that we're doing this and we wanna make a name for ourselves and we wanna continue to rush that, you know, next year at Crandon, I'm gonna fly fly that fucking drone and you know, maybe I'll be a little bit more stern on on you, Tito, and be like, hey man, like we you know, we got to be focused in, yeah. you know, even though it's the end of the season and, you know, we're tired, we're fucking sick of off-road at that time. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was just like, you know, it was a good conversation with me and Lyle, you know, like, um, yeah, you know, my conversation always goes back to, um, like, I want to be more than just off-road, but then in realization that, you know, this is who we are and I can't, and I can't run away from it. You know, we're, we're off-road people. We're, we're motorsports freaks, you know? You know, fuck, we started a podcast <laughs> based yeah. around off-road, <laughs> you and, know? And I think the, the thing of it, too, is, is, like, this is... What you're saying is, like, this is who we are. I think the mentality, maybe, is this is who we are right now, you know? And it's kind of the thing, like, you know, stick to what you're good at. And if... Because if you're good at doing something and you can be great at it and you can make something that's amazing someone will notice and it'll open up more doors to diversify. And, yep. and, and I think that that's something that like this company or, you know, your company is, is I think we're, this is who we are right now. 
And I think that it could, there's so much more room for expansion. So you said you're thinking about it, you want to do it. So I think that's the mentality I think we should have is, you know, is who we are right now. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, like we're, I think we're only like a few weeks out of Granite when we had that conversation. And, you know, it was a good conversation that Lyle and I needed to have, you know, because, you know, we're still like kind of winding down from Crandon and everything. And, um, you know, we were still putting out little edits and everything. And, it, you know, and, and that's how we deal with each other. You know, I finally broke the silence and I was like, hey, Lyle, I need to talk. <laughs> so you're going to yeah. sit there on this fucking five hour drive and fucking listen to me. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, like I said, you know, we bicker a lot. We fight a lot. We. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, we're brothers. We're having fun doing what we're doing. We're making money on doing what we're doing. You know, we're putting out the best content out there, I believe. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, and that's how we deal with each other. You know, like, like me and Lyle have been inseparable since we started motocross. You know, we've been by each other. Besides when I went to college and everything, we've been by each other's side almost. You know, we're, we fucking own a business together, so we're by each other every day and you know and a little tender moment you know lyle's my best friend and uh you know just like everything you know we do everything together we we you know we play basketball we do everything and um you know and i won't make a decision unless it involves him like so um you know at the end of the day you know we have to get through those hard times of arguments and everything and you know we get through it and onward and upward from there so it's better than holding it in and mm -hmm. and it's better to just let it all out so yeah but yeah, and totally you separate what i was thinking of like besides that like our personalities those almost how we shoot you know like uh i'm sad i was just thinking about this jeffrey's like always <laughs> on a tripod like, <laughs> no. it's always like it's always like clean like smooth clean shots and i'm always handheld like i like the like almost like in the moment type of things, like where it's not even, it's almost like shaky cam on some start, but I think I like that's it. a cool style. And then Jeffries is always like super, like almost calculated. Like he knows what he wants. He knows where it's supposed to be. He knows where to end. And for me, it's like, I can do the same thing, but I'd rather do it handheld and be able to turn, twist my camera or do whatever. It's, I was just thinking about that while I was talking, like our, like the way we shoot even like our personalities. Yeah. Like you'll, and, and you'll, you'll hardly ever see me on a tripod. Like unless it's a big fucking 200 lens on my camera, <laughs> then I'm just not strong enough to hold it <laughs> handheld. <laughs> so strong enough like you guys, I would, I would handhold it, but that's the only time I'll go on a tripod. But other than that, I'm, I'm handholding a lot of the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess uh, moving forward, though, too, um, Tito, how how did you get started? You know, like, well, wh how's um, you, wh what's your background? I guess your fans want to know. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. fans. Since we added no, you, I you're like the personality of the impulse now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting free shit and whatnot. <laughs> I think before we get into to that, I just wanted to touch on the, uh, the Crandon thing is, um, you know, sometimes I do need to hear real stuff like that, that if Lyle could notice that I wasn't, you know, a hundred percent focused on it. And, and, and that's such, that's a, that's a very fair thing to say and, and to observe it is to be like, Hey man, like he's worried about, you know, can he go out Saturday night? You know, are we going to go golfing? Um, you know, <laughs> Sunday night was like the whole thing. And, um, 
No, and, and, and that's fair to say, because sometimes I don't realize that that's the mentality or energy I'm putting off. In high school, I thought that my worst part of myself was the end of my senior year. I thought that I kind of had that while well, I, I made it to college, you know, I kind of had a fuck it mentality. And I remember talking to my parents about it and my sister, we're all eating dinner one time and, and we're old enough now where we can kind of just talk about it. And they had said that I got, you know, um, a little too cocky, <laughs> kind of uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes unbearable the end of my sophomore year. And I was like, man, that's a full two years before I thought I was, untolerable and um so no sometimes i i don't even i don't even realize that and and i think that uh, and i'm going to touch into it talking about like where i came from and and whatnot is being a coachable person is so huge that hey when someone's like hey you're not focused or you know lyle was not the happiest with me and you on that weekend you know i'm i'm okay hearing that and i think that that's what makes us a great team. I know we've only been together a year, but is that we're all different, but it's, it's such a good puzzle. You know, like you said, Lyle is such a chill dude where if we're upset or you're upset, it's like grabbing like a, like a salt crystal, you know what I mean? You grab Lyle and you just immediately just absorb all that chillness and you're like, all right, (laughs) it's not that bad. (laughs) And, And, and because I am so, you know, uh, crazy or I'm so dramatic or whatever you guys want to call it. You know, you're that kind of person, Jeffrey, that's able to kind of grab me, but Hey man, like it's, it's time to fucking work. And, and when it's time to work, you know, then I can, then I can put that hat on. And, and, and I think that's what makes us a great team. Um, but I mean, again, that's my thoughts. And, and I, I've always told like my employers, this or anybody is like, Hey, like if I'm, if I'm not doing a good job or I'm doing something wrong, like, you got to let me know. You got to let me know. Cause then if you don't, I'm going to keep doing it wrong. And, and, and it's not going to be what you want. Like if I'm doing something wrong, let me know so I can fix it. And then we can, and then we can move on and, and get the stuff that we need. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll try not to keep this too long. Cause I think we're going on a hour here, right? Hour five. Um, well, uh, these guys are from Wabino. I'm from, Mole Lake, Wisconsin. I'm a tribal member there. Like Jeffrey said, we're three little res kids and went to high school in Crandon, um, graduated and went to school with, uh, with Keegan Kincaid. And then I went to college and I played a little college football at a place called Lakeland College. It's, it's called Lakeland University now. Graduated with a bachelor's degree in hospitality management, moved back home here. I coached high school football, the offensive line for two years. I was a substitute teacher uh, for about a year and a half. Uh, worked at a gas station, worked uh, finally at a hotel, uh, got a job offer for a place in Milwaukee as an assistant general manager, moved there, and then was there for about five years, met a girl. She got her dream job as a flight attendant, <laughs> moved <laughs> to Minneapolis, uh, and then got your heart broken, you know, got my heart broken. <laughs> we'll leave it right there. <laughs> and then, and then, um, that fall or that summer, actually, um, 
I had always wanted to do a project. I, when I was in Milwaukee, how I started the whole filming thing is that in Milwaukee, I'd always wanted to show my friends what it was like to, to party in Crandon. Cause as Jeffrey said, that my lifestyle is pretty, uh, wild, I guess is what I think you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I wanted to show my friends what it was like to party in Crandon. So I had an iPhone six, <laughs> just like Lyle, uh, <laughs> iPhone success. And I started making these like fan perspective videos. Cause I wanted to show them what it was like, how much fun it was. And as a kid, I had always fantasized about pairing music with, with off-road racing. Um, I'd been going to the off-road racing since, since I was four. I was such a huge fan. My dad brought me, I fell in love with it. I was such a big fan. And I think I've missed maybe six days total of racing since I was four. It was three, three games. Cause I had to, I had to play on a Saturday uh, one weekend I was grounded when I was 12 because I, uh, I lied about feeding the dog and my dad grounded me. And then the sixth, I think was, I think for, uh, Oh, for a wedding that, that, uh, Rob Khan, uh, shout out, ended up getting divorced from. So glad that I got to miss that race day for your, for your divorced marriage that didn't make it and fell apart. God, I hope he listens. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. I'm gonna send him the link directly. Yeah. Um, but no, I've always been a huge, huge racing fan, and I'd always fantasized about pairing music to these, uh, these like racing clips. And I was so jealous that of, of people that could do that. And so I started making these fan perspective videos, and then I moved here to Minneapolis, and I knew I'd always wanted to do something for the series for the racing because i felt like there wasn't the exposure that it should get so i had actually actually i don't know if i told you this i reached out to production companies here in minneapolis uh there were 53 production companies and i reached out to the top 20 that i that i felt that was feasible because i went through like all of the all of their websites. Some of them were like old, some were expired, but the ones that I did go through, I sent them like the same kind of email that I wanted to film something about just about Labor Day Crandon, because there was always a story coming into Labor Day Crandon. And I had this like idea, this like documentary idea to follow like a pro four pro two pro light, just guy into Crandon and show like what fall Crandon was about. So seven uh, reached back out to me. And only one uh, set up a meeting. So I did the meeting and they were all on board with it. And I had a whole plan. Like I planned everything out, like budgeted everything out, like cost of flights, uh, cost of travel, hotel stay, where we would stay, the cost of like renting a van, the traveling, the miles. Dude, I had it all planned out. And so I started reaching out to people for funding. So like I reached out to Todd Robinson of Vision Wheel. Like I reached out to like Bark River, like Crandon, Amsoil. Like I was reaching out to uh, Sir Energy, Red Bull, Polaris. Dude, I was reaching out to everyone that I could possibly find, any email I could find. And I was like, oh, well, I should probably get permission from the series. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, I reached out to Carl of uh, the series, and he gave me a big fat no. Like, <laughs> Like zero, like no access, like nah. He's like, if we wanted to do something like that, we would. Our production company would do that. 
So he shut it down, man. Like all that, all that work, all that hope was just gone. And I, I thought about then like never wanting to do something like that again. I was like, I guess this is just a pipe dream. Like what's, what's the point of wanting to do something. And I thought then I was like, Oh, well then I, I'm not even going to make the, the fan perspective videos anymore. Then like, this isn't, it was such a bummer. Like it was such a big blow to all that hope I'd wanted for, for the series. And I had made a documentary anyway, off of the footage that I had, it was like an hour long documentary. It was just all like iPhone footage. <laughs> and I showed, I showed, I made a trailer for it and I showed it to my friends at, because I was going to be releasing it. Like, anyway, I was like, well, I might as well release it. And I showed them just like, Hey man, like, what do you guys think? I'm going to be releasing this soon. And my one friend who I didn't even know was a, was a wedding photographer and videographer. And he goes, Hey man, this is awesome. He's like, uh, do you want to, do you want to do something like this summer? And I was like, absolutely. And he goes, okay, let's, let's team up. Let's film something and let's do something this summer. And I said, okay. He goes, you can borrow my cameras. And I said, okay. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't work out where he had something every race weekend, except that <laughs> one day at ERX, like day two. But he did say, he's like, hey, man, I, I said you could borrow my cameras. So you can do it the whole race season. So day one, right before ERX 2020, single guy, I had nothing to do. So I just showed up. I think I, I came up to you because I, I knew about you. And I, and I think I asked, I was like, hey, do you know, like, who would be a good person to to follow or if you could take me over to by Cole Namer. I want to, dude, I, I honestly, I think about it now. My dumbass. I reached out to like Ryan beat. I was like, Hey man, do you want, <laughs> I can, I can film you for the year for like free. And like, I'm like, what am I fucking thinking? Yeah, I'm going to reach out to these guys on Instagram. Like a thirst, a fucking thirst question. And they're going to be like, yeah, dude. Yeah. I've never heard of you and I've never seen you before, but yeah, absolutely. Come film me. And like, obviously no one responded. And so like, I, I was like, Hey, can you guys take me to Cole Mamer? And I went by Cole and he's like, I don't know if I'm be the whole series and the whole season. I'm like, fuck man. Like no pro four pro two guys going to be like, yeah, yeah. Come film me. So I started thinking about sportsmen and I was like, I don't want to film sportsmen. Like, like there are really good stories there, but I didn't like, so I, I, I don't know if it was you, Jeffrey or Lyle or somebody, um, or if it was me, but the, the thought of, uh, Corey Winter came up because he's directly across from Keegan. So, and, and I didn't get to ask him this yet. And I should have last, uh, on that episode that we had him, but like, I came up and I was like, Hey man, um, I'm doing a, doing a documentary thing, looking to follow a driver the whole year. It doesn't cost anything. It's free. I'll film you, you know, film your racing. And, uh, and I want to put together like a documentary series just about what it's like to be a racer and just like what it's like behind the scenes. And this is the first time Corey and I ever talked. He just goes, yeah, sure. And that's all he said. He's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. And that was it. And that, and that was it. There was no like, oh, well, there's no question. <laughs> Corey was just like, oh, yeah, sure. Just, I don't know if he took me seriously. He was like, okay, like look at this fucking fat drunk fan coming on me. Like, hey, man, I'll film you for free for the season. And then, and then I showed up the next day and I showed up before you guys. Dude, I was fucking dedicated man you were and I, you were and i filmed the whole season and then Corey got hurt and i needed another subject so then i and i i told kyle this I was like oh kyle like 
you know, can you, can I film you too, since you're both under the awning? And I took on a project that honestly was just, I took too much. I, that was, it was a big project to follow two, two guys like that season gets done. And I had to fly out to California and I did it all on my own dime. I did it all on my own dime, flew out there, rented a car, uh, drove to green Bay, filmed the, filmed the greaves, fed to film Troy P or uh, Troy Peterson. Uh, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. Adam Mark Peterson. Who? <laughs> what Peterson? Oh, Jeffrey. Can you, uh, Mark Peterson. Oh, Mark, Mark, Mark. Okay. <laughs> Mark Peterson. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so I went and filmed all that stuff and I started editing. And then that was when you reached out to me because I think we had talked in the season and, and we had talked kind of about like what I was doing. And I remember you giving me a hard time too. You were like, Oh, Tito, I haven't seen any of your, uh, I haven't seen any of your weekend edits. Uh, what's, what's up with those? And I, and I kept trying to tell you, like, it's, it's a long, uh, it's a long project. It's, it's a story. It's a long project. I'm not here for the weekend warrior stuff, man. I'm trying to make like a good, 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 long content stuff worth. And, and I don't know when you changed your mind on it, but I think it was fall Crandon or maybe using even Crandon after that, you started to follow Keegan around. And, and I think was that when you had saw me or, or maybe even before that, when did you and Lyle think like, okay, let's pull the trigger on this idea. We didn't even know it was gonna be called rush at the time, but when were you guys like, okay, like, like why, why me then? And then why did you pull the trigger? Is it just because you got a third? Like, what if you had picked someone else up? Would you still have done Rush? Like, uh, uh, get you? Like, he, he, are you saying if we didn't get you, would we have done it? Yeah. Like, was it just needing a third or was it something like about myself or what was it that like really helped make Rush happen? I mean, I that, think we would have, I think we would have done it still, but it wouldn't have been as good as it is. Jeffrey knew that, and I kind of knew it too, is that like you're a good you're good at interviews and you're a good like storyteller. You can cut shit up like better than what we can do. You know, that's where I came out. I was like, Oh yeah. Tito is like a perfect guy for this. Like he's personable. He knows all these drivers. He knows the sport, like knowledgeable. He knows what to ask him. And then I was like, yeah, fucking Jeffrey brought it up. I was like, Tito is perfect for it. Yeah. I mean, th that's where I was at with it too, you know, like, and for me, it wasn't even like, uh, um, it was just seeing the dedication from the previous year, you know, for me, um, you know, it helps that, like I said, we're all related, but I was also like, Hey, you know what, you know, we need, um, I'm not good with interviews. I'm good at setting everything up, making sure the lighting's, you know, on and all this other stuff. And, and, um, I was like, I need like Lyle's quite Lyle's a way better interviewer than me, but then seeing you work all last year and I was just like, Oh, okay. Like his questions are actually spot on and, and he knows what he's talking about and he knows the history. And, and then, you know, like over the, like last winter when me and Lyle were just talking about it and then I was like, Hey, you know what? I was like, what do you think about Tito? You know, what do you think about paying him? And what do you think about this and that? And do, can we fund it? And, you know, or do we, you know, pull money out of our own pockets to pay him and, you know, it was just like one of those things where it was just like, we're going to pull Rush. We're going to finally do it, but we need another person to help us. Because we could do all the editing, we could do all the lighting, we could do all the camera shit. But I was like, we need someone that's knowledgeable, more knowledgeable than us. 
because you're you're what I call you is a super fan of the sport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and like I said, Lyle and I were like, we knew about Crandon, we knew about racing and everything. And of course I've been in, in it for, you know, 12, 13 years, but those are the only years that I know, you know, I never like look back beyond like 2012. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. here. Like Crandon's always been there for me too, but I never went to Crandon really until I started filming for it like i've always was racing or something i read i was like i'd rather do something else than go watch this type of person <laughs> so i don't know anything until four years ago really and then i know the grief because we grew up with the grief that's all i knew <laughs> yeah so like so it was easy for me to choose you out of like everyone because we thought about kayla we thought about you know we thought about casey we thought about brody and everybody but for yeah. you, I was just like, Lyle, he's dedicated. He drove all the, to all the other races on his own dime and everything. And I was like, he fucking flew out to California. And I was like, for something that we don't even know if it's, if, if it's going to happen, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I was like, Let, let's just do it. I was like, let's just pull the trigger. Let's, you know, let's try to get some funding. Let's, you know, let's, you know, let's have fun this summer. So, you know, and we did the damn thing. <laughs> yeah yeah this this past summer was man and and maybe i don't want to get too personal but when i i realized or maybe it was lena i think it was lena last year when it was rainy and muddy and dusty and like my car was just stuck in like mud <laughs> and i didn't get home till like almost 1 a.m and i had to be up at like six and I was so exhausted. It was like a 19 hour day. I was so tired, exhausted. I'm doing this shit for free, but it was some of the happiest I'd been in a very long time because I, there was something about me that I felt that I was wanting and doing something that I was passionate about, something that I loved. And I felt like I hadn't done anything like that in a very long time to pursue a passion and, and to lay down after, you know, however long, yeah, I had to shower because I was still I had mud all <laughs> on my face, and and it was an indescribable feeling of like like the happiest ex- exhaustion I've ever had in my life. And when we went through it this summer, I like had that same that same feeling. Like your your feet hurt, you know, you're exhausted, you're tired, you got you know dust and mud on your face. Tito was the yeah, only one dusty. So you got, <laughs> you got sore hamstrings, like. <laughs> uh, it was just, it was, so, again, it's some of the, the happiest I've ever been in my life. And, and, and to have the opportunity to pursue a passion and, and to love something this much was, is, is something that's indescribable to me. And, and, and I just love the opportunity to, to be able to do it. And, and again, as I've told Mike Roth, just happy to be here, you know, and, and, and just fortunate and lucky to uh to be a part of this to uh oh. to, to make this series a little bit better yeah well no and that's like i said and and your journey even to like where we're at where where we're at last summer and everything you know that was just like i said God. last year was just so much fun like i mean two minutes into you being there i'm like all right dude i'm sick of you <laughs> 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 like we still got three days together but i'm i'm yeah. I'm, I'm done <laughs> Like, yo, within the first hour, Jeffrey's gonna be like, Did I make the right choice? Bring this fucking guy on. Uh, yeah, people, like, 
if people could see what happens like outside the track with all of us, that'd be it'd be funny. It's funny. <laughs> like, like the stuff that we do. Like I I tell people I was like, I probably seen Tito naked every day yeah. of the weekend. <laughs> like <laughs> like him just fucking around with us every single night in the morning and just seeing Tito's ass coming out of the shower all the time, like purposely <laughs> doing it to us. <laughs> yeah, we walk out I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, my towel dropped. <laughs> my towel fell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I tripped and fell. Oh. <laughs> uh, but no, like I said, this this past summer though, man, it was probably one to remember. And like I said, we we made some huge huge gains. You know, Lyle and I took the risk of purchasing two thirty thousand dollar cameras. You know, and, 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 you know, and that's where kind of it started too, was I think last November, I was like, wow, if we purchase this camera, it's like, we're doing rush. Like we, yeah. now we have no excuse. Like we got the cameras. We we're always talking about, oh, we want to be Bryant Lambert. Oh, we want to be visual films. Oh, we want to be, you know, Red Bull, you know, like, like we, we pulled the trigger, you know, we didn't have the funds. Lyle may have had the funds, but I didn't, but, (laughs) 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 you know, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, we, 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 we pulled, we pulled the trigger, you know, and that's the thing. Like it was, it's always, like I said, it's always a, um, a group decision almost. I mean, before, before you, it was always me and Lyle decisions, you know, and then it was like, Hey, do you want to do this? And of course, Lyle being so chosen. Yeah, let's just do it. And I'm like, dude, you don't really, I don't have 60 grand, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I don't even know if I could fucking finance it's 60 grand. You know what I mean? And, and then he was like, ah, well, we'll figure out a way. And I'm like, all right. I was like, here we go. And like, you know, when we pull the triggers on these reds and everything, you know, it was just like one of those things where, you know, I was just like, let, let's just do it. And then we started planning and then your name popped up. And then, like I said, it was just like everything, you know, like it all fell into place. It felt like, and, you know, and I'm happy the way, it, the way it's going right now, you know, and I'm happy and I'm happy and excited to see where we as a team, as impulse media go, you know? So yeah. Lyle was, um, Lyle was a huge help like throughout the season. Cause I think even, maybe even before Anigo, I think I was maybe texting with him or we were playing call of duty or something. And he had brought up, he's like, yeah, he's like, Jeffrey's going to give you the camera and he'll like turn it on for you. But the rest you're going to have to figure yeah. out. And it kind of like set, it kind of set my mentality for like the season. Like, because, because again, I, I get it, man. Like, it's, it's a sink or swim thing. Like, here's the camera. And I think you even told me that too. I think like halfway into the season, you're like, Hey man, I'm going to give you a camera. Like, you know, I'm expecting you to figure out how to, how to use it, how to shoot it, how to work it and get the shots that we want. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm going to get you started. I was like, okay. Like, I'm just fucking happy that I'm not filming on a iPhone 10 or, you know, a, a little, little Canon <laughs> anymore. So it was, uh, it was, it was great. And it was, Lyle was a huge help like throughout the season. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, for me, it's all learning about your own style and how you want to shoot. And, and, you know, I tell you kind of like, or Lyle and I will tell you like what we're trying to look for. And, you know, like you said, you, you, <laughs> you, you, you missed a lot, but, <laughs> but, but, but you made up on the storytelling. That's why yeah. I wasn't really too hard on. Cause I was like, all right, me and Lyle got the angles. We were out on track and that, goes into the quest of the vest but uh, but i was like if 
I could get Tito shooting and Tito learning from behind the scenes. You know, he's going to slowly figure out how to use the camera, figure out what aperture, white balance, shutter speed, different camera exposure. lenses. Yeah, exposure, yeah. everything. You know, he's going <laughs> to learn all that. You know, am I worried about his shots? No, because I was like, if none of his shots turned out, me and Lyle have it. Um, you know, so, um, you know, and that, and, and again, I, I think you, you know, you surprised me by the dedication that you had as far as, uh, learning <laughs> and, uh, and keep going forward and, and not letting the, you know, the grass shots get in the way <laughs> oh of learning. God, man. I, um, that was so rough. <laughs> Who was that that sent me that? Was that you, Jeffrey? Or was that Lyle? Well, you know, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was so fucking devastated, dude. When you when you like text me, I was like, oh, like maybe I got one. And you're like, no, dude. It was like the whole fucking pro two, pro four race. And I'm like, no. And you're like, yeah, dude. You sent me clips of just grass. And I'm like, dude, I I, I felt sick. Like I kid you not, I felt sick. Oh man. But believe it or not, that was not the worst. That wasn't the worst I felt, though, in the no, season. No, it was not. Yeah. It was not. But, no, the the quest to the vest, though, you know, now that you guys got a little background on us and where, where we kind of come from and how the direction of impulse that we want to bring. And, and we'll get into the future because we have some, you know, some plans that we want. But, uh, no, quest to the vest with uh, Mike Roth. <laughs> Man, so Jeffrey gets his red vest fucking handed to him, right? And then Lyle, dude, Jeffrey's like, yeah, man, he's my brother. Mike's like, all right, man, here's a vest. Don't fuck up. And then I try getting a vest, and it's a fucking year and a half, season and a half, almost two seasons worth of trying to get a red vest. And I finally, dude, it was an absolute adventure. So what I didn't know was 2020, I was... I wanted to get on the track to like shoot that documentary and, and the first I had no like Jeffrey, I had no idea how to get credentials, no fucking clue. So I'm asking people how to get credentials. I show up to ERX, didn't ever, didn't even fill anything out. So I was like, okay, like that's that weekend is shot. So for Lena, I was like, all right, well, me and my buddy are going to be filming. So I submit his name, submit my name. I submit his, uh, his website. I get an email back from, I didn't know it at the time, but it was Mike Roth. And he was like, Hey, uh, I'm going to deny your media credentials. You don't have enough experience, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Hey, I was like, well, what can I do? Like I'm shooting a little documentary thing. He's like, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> I kid you not, man. And he's like, email that is not even. I was like, well, fuck man. So then I think I say something to you, Jeffrey. And, um, I don't know if it was ERX or, or what it was, but you had wanted to, use me basically for saying like hey like i'll get you on the track but i also still want you to like film and and i want you to like like any content that you shoot you know give some you know give some to you because i was shooting Corey and kyle and you had keegan and maybe i'd get a shot of keegan but um and then mike was like irate by that yeah that, that you even fucking associated yourself <laughs> with an absolute <laughs> head case like 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 me and I remember, Lynn, like, at the end of the season, I think you said something. I, I, I can't remember if you had said something like, oh, like, oh, no, no, no. So after that season, I was like, dude, I'm not getting a, a red vest. And then in the off season, that's when you asked, like, for help. And you're like, hey, like, I want you to come out there and help us. And then and then be, then began 
probably the hardest part <laughs> is trying to convince Mike Raw in the off season to okay me filming with you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I swear it wasn't even getting a red vest. It was just fucking filming for you, with you guys. <laughs> it was. It was uh it was um uh, actually it was it was testing our friendship. <laughs> like I was putting I was putting mine in I was putting mine in Mike Ross friendship and and even just like um um what do you want to call it like our trust in each other too <laughs> yeah. on the line and you know I remember talking before the season I'm like hey I know you're not the biggest fan of Tito like blah 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 <laughs> I mean we would we would go on calls for like an hour two hours and I would explain my case, and then I remember right before Annie go, um, I submitted all three of us in there, and obviously you got denied. But I remember the day before he calls me, and I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, and um, not to toot my horn, but I'm one of the, the the, um, what do you want to call it? Like senior um, vested. Yeah. People. Senior vested people. Like um, I'm basically, there's four of us that are basically Mike's right hand man. And and I'm one of the four. And, and this guy, I mean, he reamed me out. I mean, he was yelling at me and saying, you know, just everything, you know? And I was like, Oh shit, man. I was like, I might not even get a vest this summer, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I kept explaining my case. Like Tito's with me. I was like, you, you trusted Lyle with me. I was like, trust me with Tito. And I was like, I'll give him the same shit that I gave Lyle. You know, don't fuck up. Listen, stay in the spot where you're sport, where I tell you, and and everything. And then, you know, then finally, finally, um, Mike was like, "All right, Jeffrey, again, same thing with Lyle. You know, your ass is on the line. Tito fucks up, you fuck up, and Lyle fucks up. You know, your whole media crew is gone. Then, you know, and then yeah. I'm like, all right. I was like, I have trust in Tito. This is. And you remember me telling you this. And yeah, I was like, Tito, yeah. don't fuck up because if you fuck up, I, this is it's 13 years of my life gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was huge, man. Like coming in, like, first of all, it was, it was like relieving to, to get the okay. But then like the pressure was back on again because it's like, dude, now it's, now it's you and, and Lyle and impulse and your 13 years is on me not fucking up. Yeah. And and it was stressful. Yeah. Yeah, no, and 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 what I liked about how Mike handled you was that he made you earn it. He didn't just yeah. say he just didn't give you a vest. I mean, fuck, you were at every meeting. You were there before everyone. You were there, you know, on time, prompt and you know, and all you would get is a wristband. Yep. <laughs> you know, and um you know and and I got to, you know, thank Mike for that because at the end of the day you know, he just didn't hand it out to you. You know, he's seen us working yeah. and, and he's seen us grinding and, you know, week in and week out and everything and putting out content and the interviews. I think the interviews were the biggest, you know. Biggest yeah, I think that's what helped your cause is when he's seen us interviewing Kyle LaDuke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were just sitting there and he's like, what are you guys doing here? You're like, oh, we're sitting down for an interview. Like, Tito's the one interviewing. Like, it's Tito's. this is Tito's job right here now. And he was there taking pictures and everything. I was like, I think that helped it out. Yeah, because and then, and then when did he come up to us? Mark River. He's like, What are you guys? He's like, What are you fuckers even doing? Like, I don't see any of your work. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Then, was the race before Bark River? I'm pretty sure it was yeah. Bark River when we were sitting down. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're, yeah, we're all sitting down under Keegan's tent, and he came sitting by. He's like, he's like, what do you guys? He's like, what do you fuckers even do? <laughs> he's like, I don't see any of your work. And then me being like the little smart, I was like, oh, you haven't seen this, the trailer for Rush. He's like, he's like, I just said I didn't haven't seen any of your work. <laughs> And then we showed him the trailer to Rush, and then he's, and I think that's when he was like, oh, fuck, these guys are actually, are doing a shitload of work. Yeah. Uh, Tito, I know that you went out a little bit, but we're just talking about Bark River, and, um, you know, when we showed him that, uh, when we showed him that trailer to Rush, um, yeah. you know, that really helped your case on what we were doing, because wasn't it uh, the last day where you got, to, where you got your vest? No, so I didn't get it for practice. So uh, I think it was Friday. We had the media meeting, and then. Um, it, but you got it all weekend. You got it Saturday and Sunday, or was it just Sunday? Yeah, so I so I got it Saturday morning. Okay, yeah, no. Um, so uh, going back to where Lyle was talking about, you know, like, like I said, we we're putting all this time and effort in, and he was, you know, explaining like, oh, we don't see any of your shit on your Instagram page. I was like, oh, we've been posting, but. You know, majority of our shit went to Kenda Tire and then uh, Keegan and Jared Brooks and, you know, just uh, all these other drivers that we were doing. I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, our drivers are the one that's, that posted. If we have time, we'll do something for us. But um, Lyle ended up showing the trailer for Rush and he was just like at awe uh, at what we were doing. Yeah. You know, and um, I remember because, uh, you know, Friday for practice, that's when we showed him. And, and I remember he... You know, like when we went back to Kyle's uh, trailer that he was letting us uh, borrow for that weekend. And um, <laughs> and I remember, like, oh, man. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I was just like, oh, man, dude, I was like, I got this big meeting with Mike. You know, like I was kind of stressing because I was like, Mike never calls a meeting with just me. Yeah. You know, and me and Mike talked and I, I just remember him saying like, hey, and we were out on the track. I was like, it was funny because it looked like a movie because, you know, the sun was setting and me and him were out in the middle of the track. <laughs> <laughs> you know like you know like fucking like the green mile man you know he's just gonna fucking shoot me or something <laughs> but you know like me and him were talking and you know when me and mike talk you know we get personal like like i said we've been friends since day one you know whether i was painting his ass or not like we've become really good friends and um you know and i trust his judgment on everything and and he trusts my judgment and i just told him i was like mike i was like i was like Tito's not fucking around. Like, this is what, it, this is what I want him to do. You know, this is what he wants to do. And I was like, we're here to stay. Like Tito's not going anywhere, whether he has a red vest or not, yeah. or a media vest or not, you know, like he's going to do these interviews for us. I'm going to keep paying him. I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, um, you know, I'm going to do, uh, you know, I'm just going to keep them around, like whether it's in off road or whether we're working for the tribes or whether we're doing hometown trolley stuff, anything like he's going to be around. And he was like, well, Jeffrey, he was like, if you guys didn't show me that video and how good and put together it was just for a trailer, he's like, I wouldn't even be considering this. But he was like, I see you guys walking around with the cameras all over the place. I see you guys in everyone's pits, especially the pro fours. He was like, and I see Tito conducting the interviews he was like and i see how hard you guys are working and he was like jeffrey he's like don't make me look like an ass because he was <laughs> <laughs> and i was like no i was like mike i swear i was like i won't you know like 
like trust me on this one and i was like tito's been there for every meeting i was like shit he's never been late for one meeting and you know i'm like he he's dedicated i was like he's gonna listen and all this stuff and and i remember the he was like hey just keep this on the dl you know just uh between you and me but he was like we're gonna give i'm gonna give tito a shot on saturday and like i was fucking i was just so excited and I was just fucking, I was so happy because it was like all the hard work, everything that you sacrifice, everything that, you know, we, what we had to do as a team to put that trust into Mike, to trust my judgment, to trust Lyle's judgment, to trust you, you know, was just, you know, it, it was coming to a, you know, it was all coming together. Yeah. And not only that, but then we bought another $20,000 camera. <laughs> <laughs> for that weekend you know so it was just like it was it was just weird because it was all coming together and and you know like then i had to hide it and then you know mike was like don't tell anyone and then i'm like i called up lyle and i'm like hey lyle we got him in <laughs> like he's gonna get it and like we should just fuck with them all all day and 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 i think that's what we're doing we're like oh cool how cool would it be tito if you if you got a red vest tomorrow <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I remember you guys saying that. You like, know, we're just hyping it up and everything. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and, no. and and to be truly honest, too, Bark River is probably like the more relaxed, fun weekends that I've had in a long time that weekend. And um, uh, just from filming and and doing all the interviews and everything, and you know, I, yeah, no, it was just it was just a cool weekend. How everything, you know how everything worked out that weekend and how Mike even presented you with that vest. So. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I think Buck river without a doubt was probably my favorite weekend. I mean, yeah, yeah. You get the, you know, the vest was obviously the, the, the high point, but, but again, it was kind of getting back when I got back to Minneapolis here, it was, you know, one, 1 AM. And it was another one of those days where it was like a 19 hour day. And that, indescribable feeling of, of exhaustion, but knowing like what we had just accomplished that weekend, like the, the trailer for rush was done, you know, Lyle fucking basically single-handedly got me a vest with his editing. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I, you know, and then I got the vest and then I got that experience. It was my first weekend ever at Bark river. I got that experience to be on the track and, you know, film some of those things and then to be in a camper and kind of have that team camaraderie, like in a camper was, it was our first time we had done anything like that. And we grilled out, we had steaks, you know, we celebrated a little bit and I came home and it was 1am and I was so exhausted, but I was like, man, like I was so fucking happy. And it was without a doubt, like the high point of, of the season for me, because it was like, okay, the weekend was done. I, I'm happy I can celebrate. And then, but then the next day or, you know, the next few days, I just, we had to start thinking about fall Crandon and fall Crandon is always going to be super busy. And, and, and it was fun. It was it like, I, that was another experience too, but yeah, without a doubt, Bark River was my favorite weekend. And I, and I dropped that stupid fucking line. <laughs> what line? Remember we're in the truck. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking going to, going to go get our steak and everything. It's yeah. like I'm dreaming, but my eyes are open. <laughs> <laughs> they got all deep on that little 
four mile ride to the store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, that, was, that was funny. Yeah, no. So no, I mean overall, like what what we're doing now, it, it's awesome. Like I said, like everything's coming to fruition, you know. And I got to thank Mike, you know. And Mike was, you know, you know, just making sure that 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 you know we were safe and we're doing everything the right way and and like i said i'm i'm glad he he did it the way he did because he made us earn it you know as a team as an individual you know he made us earn that vest for you and i'm glad that you know that like i said three little res kids three res kids you know just got to you know keep fighting and and proving ourselves and and, you know, and making a bigger name for ourselves, you know, now, not going to say, but I think we're more of the cool kids <laughs> out there, you know, relax, you know, we make everyone yeah. laugh. We're, you know, we're always having a good time, but when, when time, when we need to work, we fucking work. Yeah. So, but yeah, we only got, yeah. I only got like nine minutes on this memory card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I really, it's, it's cool where a camera can take you is what I always tell people too. You know, like we're doing this, we met, we met all these drivers. Like behind the scenes of Rush, if we ever do like talk about that, like the stories we heard and the stuff that didn't even make the episode, that was awesome. And then on the different side, like with like uh, this past winter, I got to work for CBS and get to meet all these cool people. Like like Jeffrey was saying, like Lambert, Lambert Walker and Caleb. And then Avery for me are the people in Jeffrey are the people that helped me a lot. Like, like even still, like I'm still learning three years in, like with like a legit camera, like every now and then I'll ask Caleb, Caleb, Caleb would help me on the, on the track on how to, what settings and what this does. And he basically helped me set up that red camera. And then yeah, just stuff like that. Like it's super cool. How people, how cool we are with everybody, you know, like, like Tito was saying, like, or Jeffrey was saying, like, people come to us and just hang out and we just have a good time with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no, like, competition or there's no, like... Yeah. No, no, it's a good time to just, like, forget about everything, what's going on. Yeah, like, like crazy. Like, like, we're not, we're at the races, but we're not at the races. <laughs> yeah. But, no, no, I mean, overall, I mean, I'm excited about next season, though. You know, like... um, you know, a little spoiler alert, uh, Rush 2, Pro 2, you know, excited to uh, um, start writing that out. And then um, hopefully, like I said, um, take uh, Instagram and social media to a whole nother level next year. You know, so, um, you know, um, yeah, like I said, we want to expand. We want to be the first people to do certain stuff a different way. And, you know, um, you know, Keegan Kincaid came to us and, and, and that's what we're going to try to plan on doing next year, you know, is, um, is going in a different direction as far as how we film again and, and keep learning. And like I said, keep striving to bring more content to the sport and more eyes and, and more, uh, um, you know, just, just more views, I guess, just more people, more fans, everything. And, and I'm excited to, to do that. Uh, Tito, are you frozen again? Tito's frozen on the <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> mm. But yeah, yeah. So uh sorry, Tito, you're uh frozen again. <laughs> 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 but 
But yeah, so no, like I said, the quest of the vast, uh, how we got where we're at today. I hope you guys enjoyed everything. And uh, yeah, very, yeah was, very, uh, very, very grateful for where we're at. Yeah, it was it was definitely quite the journey. I mean, seeing where we're all came from, you know, with, with you so many years in it, Lyle, you know, jumping in and still learning me. I mean, not never having done anything like that and and geez i mean the i felt like the quest for the vest was just as long as your 13 year journey <laughs> with, with, with all the dramatics you know and, and, yeah. the, and the vouching for everyone so um no it's it's been insane that us three are together and even to get us three vests is just a huge journey so far yeah and if uh, anyone is wondering why I like vouch for Tito and my brother so much is because that's how I started, you know, um, you always need someone to believe in you. And like I said, and that's why I give so much thanks to Chris Hord is because he was the one person that believed in who I was and my talent as far as a photographer at the time. And, you know, I wouldn't, like I said, I honestly don't think I'd be where I'm at if it wasn't for him giving me that opportunity because it reminded me of you, like how you started, you know, shooting behind the fences all last season, you know, and that's how it was for Snowcross for me. You know, I shot, I drove to all the races with him and everything and I shot behind the fence with the crowd, you know, and I got some pretty cool shots from behind the crowd and it taught me how to shoot like that too. So, you know, like I said, a big shout out to Chris, man. Thanks, homie, for everything. So, you know, uh, greatly appreciate it. And I know, like I said, we kind of went into different directions as far as what we're doing now. But, you know, like I said, grateful for everything. Yeah. Right? Everything. So, like I said, just humble. I'm humble. <laughs> humble. <laughs> humble. With, with yeah. humility. Yeah, with humility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're shouting out people, I'll shout out them. That you, obviously, our team, and then like I said, Caleb, Bryant, Walker, Vigil, Avery, and then of course Brody, the brother Brody. Yeah, the brother for Brody, brother. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things for me personally happened because over the winter because of Brody. Yep. And then like Haley, Haley Shanley too for helping us out big time. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, she's been a big help. She's awesome. And then Zach, yeah, Zach, Zach, Zach's always fun. Zach's hilarious. Zach's a Zach white brother. In, Zach Visser. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Visser's Visser's always cool. Yeah, it's all of our friends helping us, helping me especially with settings and how to shoot and just the beginner stuff. Still, I still feel like I'm a beginner. But yeah, thanks to all those guys for helping me in my journey. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, I don't know how much time we got left here, but yeah, I mean, huge, huge shout out. Thank you to Steven Nixick. If you happen to be listening to this, um, I wouldn't be where I am without him borrowing me those cameras and, um, huge shout out to Jeffrey and Lyle. If they weren't, if they didn't go to bat for me or believe in me, um, I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't be doing this, this awesome podcast. And, um, we have pushed the limits of our, uh, of our card for this, uh, this podcast, <laughs> we set a new record and, um, this is going to be the longest episode. It's going to be selfish episodes about us. It's the yep. longest one. So, um, <laughs> if you guys are still listening, thank you guys so much. We, we really appreciate all you guys, uh, you know, tuning in, downloading it, listening to it, listening to us ramble on, 
you know, we're, we're not always the most professional PC guys, formal, whatever, but we like to have fun. And, and, and that's just our, our, our style and a huge thank you to, to Lyle for um, tuning in. And um, yeah, man, uh, anything else you guys want to say? No, nope. no, no, we good. All righty. Well, again, thank you everybody for uh, tuning in. Um, hopefully we are, our, our guest will uh, join us uh, for next week's episode and uh, we'll do better next time. Peace.